just jumping in really quickly at the start of today's episode to tell you about some upcoming opportunities to see us live in the flesh. And you can see us live at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival 2024. We are doing three live podcasts on Sundays at 3.30 at Basement Comedy Club, April 7, 14 and 21. You can get tickets at dogoonpod.com. Matt, you're also doing some shows around the country. That's right. I'm doing shows with Saren Jaimana, who's been on the show before. We're going to be in Perth in January, Adelaide in February, Melbourne through the festival in April and then Brisbane after that. I'm also doing Who Knew It's in Perth and Adelaide. Uh, details for all that stuff at mattstewartcomedy.com. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs, also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Welcome to another week of Do Go On, episode 84. Don't mind if I do. My name is Dave Warnicky and I'm doing it with Matt Stewart and Jess Perkins. I did not agree to that. I'm doing it with my friends. <laughs> Hi, Dave. Hi, Se- Matt. We are friends. Seconds earlier, seconds before the mics went on, we were singing the Golden Girls theme song to each other to remind each other, which is... I don't remember you, that. Do you remember you, that, Thank Matt? you for being a friend. What is he talking about? So I go into my own mind again. <laughs> Get out of there. Get out of it's it. It's a dirty place. <laughs> yeah, it's so it's dirty. A dirty there place with, and you're a dirty little boy. There, there with Betty White. It's yucky in there. And some other golden girls. Name the others. Why are they golden, Dave? What have you done to them? <laughs> oh. Betty Brown. Betty Brown. <laughs> and Betty Blue. <laughs> Jack White. That's her dad. And Jack Black. And <laughs> Jack Black. They come together. He's like, got? yeah! Yeah, they come together. Is that what you said? They come together, make sweet, sweet love. Okay. And you got a Betty White. Okay, this is t- taking a weird turn early. Wait, what? That's in the extended version of the Golden Girls theme song, which apparently you guys have never heard, even though we were singing it to each other seconds ago, and I feel this is a personal betrayal. 
Apart from the personal betrayal, how are you? I am well, thank you. How are you? We need a uh, Jess health update because I, you have been in the wars. Yeah, I'm fe- I'm feeling better. I'm not a hundred percent yet, but I am feeling better. Okay, percentage out of a hundred. Uh oh, seventy. Right, but if you're feeling good, would you say you're a hundred, or is a hundred like when you're on holiday on the beach or something? Uh, I think like a hundred in terms of beating this uh, virus that I had. So, which would restore me back to normal, which where I would probably normally feel around sixty percent. So I'm negative seventy, is what I'm saying, and I got to get back up to normal and then <laughs> beyond. Wow, just doesn't understand maths, does she, man? <laughs> Isn't yeah, negative seventy? You only just understanding that. I mean, you did just point out earlier that she thinks there's a hundred seconds in a minute. So I yeah. don't. I <laughs> not do not anymore. <laughs> Uh, I Dave d- called don't you out say on that. It. Now they're going to think I did say that, but that was just a joke that Dave made. Just told me I have one minute to get my yogurt in the fridge and come back and hit record on the show. And I said, well, that's fine because Jess thinks there's 100 <laughs> seconds in a minute. And oh, how we laughed. Oh, me dear. the hardest because I know the truth. It's out there. Yeah, the real truth. The minutes really are 100 seconds. Yeah. You, you bloody corporate slaves. Yeah. What a conspiracy. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a Hallmark holiday gone wrong. You don't even know. You you haven't even scratched the surface, mate. Oh, please tell me it's a conspiracy-style episode because Jess and I are ready to go, man. Oh, it is not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always ready to go for a conspiracy or any 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 reason. Any reason. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what do you yeah? What do you make of that? Yeah, I'm always ready to go. Holidays, fights. <laughs> Where have else? You, you ever been in a fight? Yeah, I have a brother. Nice. <laughs> what? Did you ever win those fights? God, no. He's seven years older and very strong. Oh. But well, I gave it a bloody good go. Well, then maybe you could have ambushed him with a chainsaw or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cop that. You can't kill me when you've got no legs, can you? <laughs> and then he strangles me to death. Yeah, you're like, fuck. With forgot his about hands. the arms. Should have chopped off the arms first. Do you know what we forgot to do? Got to check in on old... MJS over there. Matthew, how are you doing? Look, I thought you, did needed, you? needed the time to finish your report. Yeah, because you, yeah. you were typing away. You were you distracted t- by your computer you take there. Every, did, you, did you did notice that? Of course we noticed. And you take every last little second. We always rock up and we're like, all right, we're meeting at 8 o'clock and then we do not start till about 9 o'clock often because, Matt, it's not just because of you, but you do take advantage of the time. Yeah, I do. I love to add a little bit of flavor. So you know? how are you is the question. For sure. I, I, the I mean, question. I like to I, I build oh. my reports like a like a fine meal. You suck. Like a fine meal? Please tell me how you build your meals. Well, first... <laughs> here we go. First thing, you want your carbs, right? Mm-hmm. So what are, you, what are you thinking today? Pasta? Sure, me too. Every night of the week. Great. <laughs> Great. Doctor recently told me I can't do that anymore. Mm. But that's okay. Doctor Risty. Fuck them. <laughs> Doctor Risty said I can't oh, do that anymore. Oh, who do you anymore. go see? Who's <laughs> Doctor Risty? Oh, she... Uh, look, it doesn't matter. I was a she. Well, Ladies my, can be doctors. Yes, I have a lady doctor, Jess. Wow. So, and I don't apologise for that. Nor should you. Okay. Okay, so you got your carbs, according to Dr. Risty. Yeah. No, don't, that's not her name. <laughs> oh, great. So you usually you change the names because you don't want to name people. We've changed the name and now you're worried that she's been given the wrong name. Well, I mean, Dr. Risty, it's, it's not an ideal Name for a medical professional. Great name for a medical professional in a porn film, yeah. though. Is Risty a universal term? I th- no. I'm, no, okay. I reckon people could figure it out. Use your imagination. <laughs> I'm using mine. <laughs> <laughs> Use your wrists. Crack that wrist. Oh, yeah. Boy. Get, anyway. anyway. So you got um, the carbs. Carbs, yeah. Carbs, right. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm good. Thanks, Jess. Oh, thank God. Okay, great. Now we can start the report. <laughs> and then you want to put the flavour ah. in. Oh, yeah. I'm thinking like a, maybe like a tomato, you know, some sort of a tomato-based uh, sauce. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, but what do you want to put in that sauce? So far... MSG. I've, I've, <laughs> I've sprinkled a little MSG. Great. A oh. little bit of... Uh, a little bit of... Olives. Uh-huh. Uh, I've also put in a little bit of mushroom. Oh, uh, can I make a suggestion? Yeah. A little bit of a zucchini? No. <laughs> Fair enough. I Noted, don't. but rejected. I, look, I like, I like that you're trying to be involved, and that definitely fits in this world, but I just personally don't like zucchini. I didn't say zucchini, I said zucchini. Oh. Please, throw, throw a handful in. <laughs> Thank chuck, you. Chuck it in wristy style. <laughs> yep, so we've got... A mushrooms and some olives and some zucchini. <laughs> wow, well, we're gonna. Well, you. Oh, you, you don't think this is quite done yet. Okay. Um, then uh, the listeners are demanding more. Okay. People well, are I mean, people have got pens and paper at home taking down this recipe. Yeah. From That's, there, I normally I personally, and this uh-huh. is not everyone, but no. I like to put down and put in a little bit of kidney beans. Oh, yum! My favorite of the beans. Sure. Uh, the 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 big, the beautiful, and they're full of uh, all the good stuff. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Beans. Yep. They're full of beans. And um, yeah, that's kind of it. I mean, you could sprinkle a little bit of herbs if you've got any in the garden or maybe... In some your oregano. Oregano. Some salt, some pepper. Pepe. Uh, maybe some thyme. Maybe some ros. Some thyme. Mary. Ros and Marie. A ros and Marie. <laughs> ros and Marie. Ros, ros and, and Marie. Marie. Yeah. The neighbours. Okay. Invite them over. Get them yeah. in the pot. We just put, well, not all of them, Dave. We just get them to put their fist in the in the bowl and uh, let it marinate. And then they just, they lick their hand for dinner. <laughs> That's how they like to do it. And I'm willing to oblige because, you know, less dishes to clean also, up Also, Ross and Marie are both bears. <laughs> mm. Maybe. Hey, should we do the show? Oh, my God. I, yeah. Yes. We are going to do this. Is that show. what you were thinking? And that I've said multiple times. Well, I'm 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 on board. <laughs> Great. Take Let's us away. Let's just get this one out of the way because <laughs> it does not feel good in here. <laughs> do you want to start us off with a question? Yeah, I'd love to. Thank All you right, so here's much. Here's a question. I yep. think this is a good question because um, um, in a lot of ways that's the only kind of question I ask. Okay. Yep. Disagree, but that's all right. Okay. That's interesting. Hmm. I'll note that down here. Uh, who is the most beloved human and animal duo of the last 35 years? Human, human and, and animal. Christopher Robin and Winnie the Pooh. <gasps> I was going to say Christopher Robin and Winnie the Pooh. That's but not, it's not. That's not it. And it's, but it's not that far away. Oh. So of the last 35, 30, is that what? Yeah, I think that I, I would have counted them older. I got, it. But. I got it. Free Willy and the kid from Free Willy. <laughs> oh, fuck. She's not got it. An hour on this. this no, I'm afraid whales are actually mammals. Interesting. Okay. Follow up guess Flipper and Elijah Wood. <laughs> no. In, okay. Elijah Wood and someone else in Lord of a, the Rings. A, a killer whale's mammals, Dave? Dave will know this. I feel like he would. Or a, a killer whale's not really whales. They're not really whales. I think <gasps> they're technically. They're sharks. They're a dolphin. Oh, what? Fuck, that's sick. Yeah. They're actually a toilet duck. It's one of those things. <laughs> That when you find it out, you're just like, what? How is that possible? Like tomatoes but yeah. being a fruit. Exactly. It's, it's very similar to that. You'll now, now you'll go home and you'll say, oh, there's an orca next to my toilet ready to clean those hard-to-reach places. <laughs> and those hard-to-remove stains. Yeah. And yeah, like it, I remember when I found that out. Blew my mind. It changed everything. 
change everything. Yeah, now. Okay. I'm, okay. Okay. What was it? So Charles... you were closer with the first one, but I. Oh. But also, I I have a funny feeling that this is a more of an American thing than a, a worldwide thing. So it's more like a cartoon. I vaguely thing? heard of it, yes, ah. but I didn't know it super well. So I'll give you maybe another guess each, and then we'll. I might have you to go, break it. because I think I know it. So animal and human. Garfield. Oh, that's, very a, that's close. a very good idea. It's very yeah. close. I was going to say Calvin and, John, and Hobbes. Right? John. Yes. Is it? Oh, Jesus, I said that loudly. How do you know of that? Calvin thing? and Hobbes? Yeah. Because I know of Calvin and Hobbes. What? So it is a thing that's been in Australia. Mm-mm. Wow. Well, I, I know what it is, but I don't know anything about Tell it. Tell me what you know. One of them's Calvin. Yes. There's another one, Hobbes. Yes. And together, they have a line of comic strips. Yeah. Yes. But I think they're, they're quite big in, in America. The only thing I knew about them was there was a, a robot chicken sketch I saw ages ago. And it's mm. kind of like, you know, guys are robot chicken. Yeah. Yeah. Seth Green's one. Yeah. And it was it was based on that. And, and um, so Calvin gets a, a toy tiger for his birthday, which I guess is how the real thing happens as well. Um, well I'm very worried that if you're going to talk about that and you don't know how the hell they got okay, the tiger. Great. Look, anyway, I'll, I'll post that clip. So you'll it'll make more sense if you. I think I I still found it funny ten years ago whenever it was, mm. but I just did not get the joke. Sure. I think I figured it out based on the thing. Okay. Anyway, uh, this week's topic is their creator, Bill Watterson. 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 Is that the word you had to listen to the pronunciation? Yeah, of? I did, but it was an. Amer- I listened to an American not, guy it say it, Watterson? so it didn't really get me any closer to how it should be. Is it Watterson? It's with two T's, that's all. Watterson. 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 I'm going to say Watterson. Let's agree on Watterson. Watterson. All right. I'm going to say with like a slight accent to cover myself. I think that way it'll cover me. Okay. I don't think in a court of law they could say you're saying it wrong. I'll be like, no, I'm not. I'm doing an accent. I'm doing, I'm slurring my speech, that's all. I'm drunk, officer. Sir. Back off. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm drunk in a courtroom. Uh, And and Bill Watterson. Nailed it. Uh, is also the personal hero of Golden Hat suggester of this topic, Trey Maverick. Trey. Which can't possibly be a real name. We've, we've talked about Trey before. Trey Maverick. Maverick is an incredible name. Trey's good. Then I, you follow it up with Maverick. I just cannot believe that someone's got a name that good. Are you asking Trey to produce a birth certificate? I am asking Trey to oh. produce the goods. I think every Golden Hat member... I'm going to go member, Trump on his ass. Every Golden Hat member should... Give us their birth certificate mm-hmm. to prove that they What was the whole that? Obama birth certificate thing called? Did that have a... The Bertha Movement. Bertha Movement. I'm, I'm in the Bertha Movement. How do you know everything? I'm in the Trey Maverick Bertha Movement. How? Prove it or lose it. That's right. You're amazing. He was born in Hawaii. We all know that. Dave. Didn't he end up having a produce... He actually did produce a birth certificate, even though it was ridiculous. Maybe to shut them up. And then Donald Trump was like one of the He's number like, one well, people. that's and just then, an extract. Oh, man. <laughs> He didn't, and then and then since he's like, no, I never really. Anyway, let's not get all. Let's just do Trump. the goddamn report. Let's not get bogged down in the leader of the free bloody world. Yeah, mate. Let's talk about Watterson. Bill Watto Watterson was born. I don't know if he ever had that nickname, but he let's call him Watto maybe. Yeah, Watto, I like it. Watto was born on July fifth, nineteen fifty-eight, in Washington D.C. You know who else spends some time there occasionally? Who? Trump. Oh, no relation. (laughs) Uh, His parents were named James and Catherine. Oh, we know the wife's name. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
It's exciting. Quite good, right? Mm. At the age of six, he moved to Chagrin Falls, Ohio. Ohio! That is great. That's, I'm, I'm, I'm already happy with the story. Excellent. Uh, I could die now. I'm happy. I, I got okay. Bye. Going off, I'm going off Chagrin Falls, whatever you just said. Chagrin. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Much to Chiagra, my chagrin. Chagrin Falls. Chagrin Falls. Chagrin. I am from Chagrin Falls. <laughs> I, I did get um, sidetracked... When I saw that he lived in Ohio, and I started sort of dreaming of visiting and stuff, and I started looking at, I I literally lost an hour and a half <laughs> just dead diving into this Ohio hole, Ohio hole. <laughs> so Ohio hole. <laughs> what? I like oh, and um, I just started looking at the the maps, and it's such a weird little pocket of the of America. There, it's so close to all these different places. You know how the states are on top of each other, mm-hmm. basically. And then, like, Pittsburgh is, like, right near the border of Ohio and stuff. Man, when we get there, we're going to go to all these sick places. I'm going to see a Penguins game. Okay. Oh, so my mum's, like, one of her best friends. One of her friends is oh my God. From, o- from Ohio. And they're both teachers. And they what? have, tra- have travelled <laughs> a lot and stayed at each other's houses. And she used to be the mayor of one of the, like, a small town in Ohio. And my mum was telling him about how, you know, we have listeners in Ohio. And they're like, come on over. <gasps> We've got a small comedy festival. <gasps> what? I've got to do more research about what? it. What? What? There's a comedy festival. In Ohio. It, that's oh, like that's a, a trap. Dream. It's like they're, like they're trapping sm- us. It's a very small, like, you know, maybe 10,000 people live there or something. I would perform to 10,000. I'm fine with that. <laughs> Absolutely. I would. Yeah. I'm not a snob. I'm not a diva yet. But not a soul less. Oh, God, no. You get the whole town there producing their birth certificates. If it's not four figures. (laughs) (laughs) I thought Dave would have found that more annoying than he did. He just smiled like like he didn't even care. He didn't get it. Oh, he didn't get it. He's like, yeah, four figures. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm a six-figure man. Oh, my God. Let's just do the report. So anyway, uh, I was looking up uh, Chagrin Falls. It's a suburb of Cleveland, Ohio, and it's been a home to a few other notable people, including Scott Wheeland. Yeah, because Cleveland does rock. Mm -hmm. He was the singer of Stone Temple Pilots while he was alive. And Mark Foster, singer from Foster the People. All the other kids with the pumped up kicks, you better run, better run. I'm just going to cut you off there, Jess. Uh, Bill's father, James, was a patent attorney, and his mother, Catherine, uh, at one point was on the Chagrin Falls City Council. Ooh. Only one step away from my mum's friend's friend. (laughs) (laughs) Bill has described his childhood as pretty normal. I generally stayed out of trouble, he said. I did fairly well in school. Nerd. Um, And despite his famous comic being about a child and his imaginary tiger friend, I haven't mentioned that, but that's what it is, he didn't have an imaginary friend himself growing up. My brother did. Did he? Yeah. It was a a tiny little horse. (laughs) 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 Apparently he used to get upset because he's he's quite a lot older than me, so I didn't ever witness this, but apparently he used to get upset if they'd left the house and he'd forgotten the horse. I can't remember its name. Mum remembers. And she used to just be like, oh, no, here he is, and pull him out of her handbag. He was here the whole time. Yeah. Tiny little horse. But the, it's a <laughs> what a nerd. That is a real nerdy thing. And you can really. I don't remember anyone having an imaginary friend. Yeah, I reckon that's. You say nerd, but I think that's, nah, that's something really fun about it. I think so. It's super cute. That's got to be. That's got to be some sign that you got a like an oversized part of your brain. Probably. I, I just um, 
I, I know I keep yelling at you for getting distracted, but I just binge watched a um a series on Netflix called Moon Boy. It's Chris O'Dowd did. Oh yeah, real good. Have you show. seen it? Yeah, yeah. It's so good, and it's like all about it a, a kid who has an imaginary friend, and Chris O'Dowd plays the imaginary friend. It's so good, really. And they clever. speak in an Irish accent. Yeah, because it's, it's in Ireland. It's but it in is, the eighties. It is in and uh, the nineties. Ah, oh, the nineties. The late eighties, early nineties in Boyle. It's anyway, really funny. So great. His family's very funny. Very good, very good. Dave, I'll have to check it out. You must. It's a a feel-good romp. It is a bit of a romp. And Chris O'Dowd's just bloody great, isn't he? He's a real charmer. He got better looking. Did he? Mm. Since IT crowd. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Then he went to sapphires and it's like, oof, yes. Really? Oh, my God, yes. He's a definite dream. He's gorgeous and he's tall and he's Irish. He's got those big blues. You know I'm a sucker for the big blues. Oh, yeah. I've got to wear glasses in here. <laughs> he's wearing he's wearing sunglasses at all times, just to stop me from just ripping everything off him. I felt weird as I said it. I'm so sorry, Matt. Do go on. It's weird that I'm sitting here naked but with glasses on. <laughs> she ripped everything else off. That's how she I finds like. him hideous, and as long as the glasses are on, <laughs> like Cyclops. <laughs> it's it's a real power you hide behind that. Yeah. Uh, cartoons like Peanuts and Pogo, which I've never heard of, helped inspire Bill, and he developed an early interest in drawing. Uh, at around the age of eight, he drew his first cartoon, and when he was in... like you said, the age of eighty, and I was like, that is not early. Oh. Eight. Well, it's all relative. Good point. Yes. He's he's two hundred years old. <laughs> Did we mention that he is some sort of giant tortoise <laughs> and could live for a few centuries? Yeah. I should have probably brought that up earlier. Yeah. <laughs> now, under Trey Maverick is uh, is so enamoured with him. <laughs> okay. I can't do drawing tortoise. That's amazing. That is amazing. Uh, so when he was in fourth grade, apparently he wrote a letter to Charles Schultz, the creator of Peanuts, and got a real buzz when uh, when he uh, sent a letter back. Aww. Of which I have no details of. Good. He canoed. He canoed. <laughs> he canoed. Um, sometimes. What? He had many hobbies. Yeah, he did. <laughs> Canoeing, he like, had many Calverton <laughs> hobbies. <laughs> Don't hate me for that. Fuck, we suck sometimes. <laughs> yeah. People get that there's layers of irony on top of these bad puns, right? I'm not right? sure they do. They're just like, oh, these guys suck sometimes. He continued to draw throughout his schooling, creating superhero comics with mates and contributing art to the school newspaper. Oh. So this is a real, he was a go-getter. A lot of our schools have newspapers. Yeah. I remember uh, that my school did not have one of Definitely those. Definitely didn't have one. one of my memories. Dave, Dave, do you have any Apple non-memories? Yeah, I also remember avoiding thinking about a newspaper because I knew I wouldn't want to remember it I remember in one, 10 years' time. Wow. One time at uni, there was a, a, a spoof newspaper of the Herald Sun called The Feral Scum. Oh, that's good. <laughs> oh, that's very good. Fight the power. Yeah. They, <laughs> Take them down. They really tore, tore, tore them down. <laughs> Um, from 1976, uh, Watto attended Kenyon College in Ohio, studying for a Bachelor of Arts, focusing on political science. So no no real drawing stuff there. He was just sort of keeping that on the side. At college, he drew political cartoons, though, for the college's newspaper. And he also painted a copy of Michelangelo's famous creation of Adam painting as a mural on his dorm ceiling. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. Like was... the Sistine Chapel. Yes. Only the dorm. The Sistine dorm. The Sistine dorm. Just a lot of like 19-year-old dudes jacking themselves. <laughs> well, looking at God touching Adam. Jacking themselves. 
don't know. Oh, yeah, rub your fingertip against his oh, fingertip. Dave. <laughs> Wait, is it because of... It was, you thought that was a bit blasphemous? No, 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 no. I just, I didn't like the tone. I, I barely listened to what he said. I just didn't like the rub your, and I was tuned out. Oh, come on, it was an intellectual art joke. <laughs> so, all right, mate. We've all seen art. Well, some of us are creating it right now. I I'm, think I'm I, not. <laughs> no, I, I, I think not. Arrested Development has already squeezed out all the humour from the from that painting. Don't you that think, was Dave? so great. I don't know if you can you can get any more. Right. I'm gonna try. It's squeeze dry. Let it go. Oh yes, all right. On a side note, not the uh, only thing squeeze dry after looking at that painting. Am I right? There's guys on the dorm. <laughs> Jacking it. <laughs> you so, regretted it all over again. Yeah, Didn't you learn I'm from so last dumb. time? I thought it would have been. I would thought it would have. <laughs> Broken down a barrier, you know, yeah. like in history, some barriers are broken down and then it makes it easier for the people to come after mm. them. I thought I'd broken down the jackanet barrier, but I hadn't. And it wasn't easy for you to come after them. It wasn't easy. Wow. It was just as difficult the second on the second coming. The second coming of Adam. What going on here? Um, on a side note, um, you know how college teams have mascots or whatever, mm-hmm. especially in America? Love them. There's was Did your unis have tiger? one? One's here? Uh, yeah. I, I can't. Yeah. I my first uni definitely did. Um, and it was a moose. I was never That's involved cool. in, in any sporting activity at uni. You were? Yeah. Yeah, mm. I played basketball at uni. Um, yeah, ACU had a moose. Deacon, I don't know if they... I don't remember there being one. Yeah, I think... Is Griffins a thing? Is maybe Monash Griffins? I can't remember. Yeah, I did not... Yeah, did not try hard enough there. No, I could have, I could have done well at uni. <laughs> but yeah, well, the one I always think of is uh, Teen Wolf with Michael J. Fox. They sure. had they were they they were the beavers, mm. and that's one that I, I always remember because I always felt weird. They're wearing like he becomes a wolf and he becomes a real big star, but they're still called the beavers. Surely you'd change your name to the Teen Wolves. Why? So you're going to change your your whole school based around one student who's going to like graduate eventually and leave and then 10 years down the track we'll be like why are we the wolves oh as opposed to the beavers where you've got like a clear ongoing story cuz every year there's a new beaver who plays in the team exactly okay well that yeah now that you've said it like that i feel stupid anyway they're an example apparently the kenyan college athletes are referred to as the lords and ladies oh i love that i love that so much that's great I agree, but it just really caught my attention. What's your What's the mascot? A man a, and a woman. Just a knight and a a lady in a tall hat. Oh, that was. <laughs> you know be those cool. like those. Yeah, they're really tall. Those like cone hats, and had like something at the top, like a you little bit of a veil. Yeah, is that what we're talking about? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think they're out. lords. They're they're high priestesses. Oh, or I always get those two confused. The Medieval grand, lords, no, the, the KKK, they're the great knights, or some of that. Grand dragon. Is grand dragon. Top. How do you know? They're all so Watched a lot of documentaries. <laughs> After graduating in 1980, Bill landed a job as editorial cartoonist at the Cincinnati Post. Cincinnati is also in Ohio. I did not know that. Did not know that. There's so many city names I know in America. and then Isn't that one of the biggest ones? Yeah, it is. It's actually the third largest let's in not, Ohio. Let's not forget my wrestling move, the Cincinnati Razzle Dazzle. <gasps> oh, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. It's just a fun name, Cincinnati. Yeah, it's fun it's to say. It's a fun comedy. It's also great city. written down. Yeah, it yeah. looks great. 
God, do you reckon, Dave? I, I actually wrote this in as a question for you. Since, oh, so ouch. Cincinnati. Well, you 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 no, are no. proud to say you hate geography. Yeah, you'd be abs- I don't hate it. I just don't understand it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but which way is up? <laughs> I'm ignorant. Feel, I don't free, hate feel free to answer. But Thank I, you. I shall. Um. So Cincinnati is the third largest city in Ohio. What are the top two? Cleveland. Yes. That is number two. What's the number one? I hadn't, I don't even know if I knew this place. Um. They all start with C. Cleveland. <laughs> Columbus. Oh, oh I heard of that, yeah. Columbus, Ohio. Yeah, but I, it feels like that's one of those ones that there's probably a Columbus in every state. Because didn't he go there on a boat or something? I uh, also found out that Ohio is in the Midwest. Did you know that? Yep. And I've heard <laughs> the people refer to the Midwest before, right? And I always pictured it to be in the middle of the West. Interesting. <laughs> what do you think Midwest means? I would have thought the same. It blew my mind. It's actually North Central America. Why do they call it the Midwest then? I don't know. Uh, apparently, it was officially known as the North Central Region, but that may have made too much sense, so they changed it in 1984 right. to Midwest. Okay. It there would be a. I'm sure there's a super hey, logical reason. But it's west of something. Ah, very good. And mid of something. It's all about perspective. <gasps> this is why Jess doesn't understand geography. <laughs> what is it? Not west of something. Oh, she got you there. Well. It's west of something. You've got to pick a point. Yeah, and maybe the point ha- is different, and therefore now it's Midwest. Yeah, it's west of, like, New York, say. Just, right? There you go. Midwest. Hey, Jess, do you say hella a lot? Because a little while ago someone <laughs> tweeted saying that they, they'd never heard it outside of California or something. Hella. You said something that was hella cool. Yeah, I said that in, like, the Mona Lisa episode. It was, like, right at the beginning. I'm sure. Jeez, you've got a good memory. No, it's because of the screenshot they attached in oh, that right. tweet. Oh, right. Okay, great. I mean, yes, I remember it very clearly. Uh, I've said, I've definitely said hella a few times. Hella. Always ironically. Uh, there are a bunch of celebrities also from Cincinnati. What, way more, actually, because it's a much bigger city than um, the suburb of Chagrin Falls. These include Bootsy Collins. Oh, bow, 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 yeah. Bow. The holder of the funk. As uh, Marty Bush say, whatever they say. Yeah, that's great. Jerry Springer and Nick Lachey, who I think we've talked about before. Oh, Nick newly Lachey. wed himself. Yeah. Have we Simpson. talked about that before? I wonder how his new, his new marriage to Jessica Simpson is going. <laughs> Me too. Anyway, uh, he... And here is another report on Nick Lachey. <laughs> yeah, so I'm just a little side uh, report here. Nick Lachey, where is he now? Jessica Simpson is obviously by far the superior Sim- Matt Perkins. Fuck <laughs> You mean just what just happened? I don't know what. Are you going to say she's by far the superior Jess? Yeah, but then I said she's the superior Simpson. Well, she is. She's and, much... then I, and then I corrected and said Perkins. What a fucking idiot. She's the superior Simpson. Her sister Ashley has done nothing in a long time. Wow. As opposed. Yeah, okay. What's Jessica done? I, mean, I say to uh, myself every morning in the mirror. Nick Lachey. What's Jessica done? <laughs> Look, I think they all achieve great things and they should be proud of themselves. Go Cincinnati. <laughs> uh, so what I got uh, this job at the Cincinnati Post, but his bosses were not impressed with his work, apparently because he had lived in the suburbs of Cleveland his whole life. Hmm. 
Um, he didn't know too much about the Cincinnati political landscape. Or the razzle-dazzle. Or the razzle-dazzle. <laughs> and so he... But kid, what's your favourite wrestling move? Uh, the uh, Cleveland the... Double Park. Oh, you've got a lot to learn, mate. <laughs> so, they, yeah, they really weren't impressed by his work. Um, and, and maybe partially because he, he didn't really have an understanding of the local politics. Sure. Uh, and he ended up getting the sack uh, within a year and having to move back they home They gave with his him parents. a free sack. Yeah, they gave him a sack. That's nice. Like a Hessian sack? It was a Hessian sack, but... (laughs) Did it have potatoes in it? (gasps) It had... Those dogs! Was it empty and they said, use this to clear out your desk. You're fucking fired. Oh, oh, yeah, I it was a real, it was a real roller coaster. Yeah. Yeah. At first, it was like, great. Yeah. I need a place to throw stuff into. (laughs) Oh, they're giving me some potatoes. This is so nice. I'll hold it open. And you just... Put the potatoes in. (laughs) Chuck of the spuds, all right. You chuck of the spuds. You quickly realise that every bag has a hessian lining. <laughs> and he had to get the fuck out of there. Wow. That's deep. <laughs> That's beautiful. So he's back living with his parents, and this is around the point where he kind of bailed on the political cartoons, decided that wasn't really his thing, and he returned to what made him fall in love with drawing in the first place, comic strips. He started working hard creating comic strips, uh, trying out a few different characters, and he'd send them out to newspapers in the hope of getting published. But he was uh, left disappointed time after time as he was time after time. rejected by Cindy Lauper, um, amongst other newspapers. Back then, she also had a newspaper. <laughs> the Cindy Lauper. The Cindy Lauper, yes. Sure. If it was actually it was called the Cindy Lauper True Colors. It's very on brand. Uh, and. Time Girls want to have fun. And I'm all out of Cindy Lauper reference. That's all you need. Kinky boots. <laughs> Damn it. During this time, it to, make, so bad. to make ends meet, he had to do some soul-destroying work designing ads for car dealers and supermarkets. He didn't say it was soul-destroying. I've added that in. You've added that in. As someone who would never associate themselves with the advertising world Mate. in any way, who would never sell themselves out <laughs> I wouldn't for do acting it. in a commercial, say. Never. For oh, example. Personally, I wouldn't Like standing do it. in a line. You draw the line there. I draw the line at lines. Yeah. Some sort of confectionery ad. No, thank you. Look, I don't know what you're insinuating. Um, Matt's in an M&M ad. <laughs> <laughs> he is... That's what I'm insinuating, Matt. Oh. Well, look, if you'd spelled it out in the first place, we would have saved each other some time. M and M spelled it. He has since uh, said that this time was very important, though, as it helped him realise that doing the kind of work that he wanted to do was more important than money because he was earning decent money doing these things. Mm. Um, But he wasn't loving it. Maybe it was soul-destroying. Referencing this tough period, he has said since... To endure five years of rejection to get a job requires either a faith in oneself that borders on delusion or a love of the work. I was deluded. No, I loved the work. Right. And I guess it was that love and dedication that kept Watto in the game and led him to his big success. He workshopped a few different characters but eventually settled on his iconic duo of Calvin and Hobbs. Calvin, a rowdy young boy, and Hobbs, a toy tiger who came to life, but only went alone with Calvin. <laughs> I think that's sort of how it works. Right. Where does he get these ideas? So basically, Hobbs, right, is a living anthropomorphic tiger. Nailed it. Uh, to Calvin. But to the rest of the characters, Hobbs is just an inanimate stuffed toy. Capiche? And they go on adventures. They go on adventures. In their rocket can. 
and their etc. Nailed it. I'm gonna look into this mm-hmm. more. Mm-hmm. I've read a few, and they're they're nice. There's some nice ones. I don't know heaps. I just have um, friends who they have fun. Yeah. I think it might be one of those fans. ones where growing up with it would make you really into it. Yeah. Is it co- is it funny? Uh, it's it's humorous. It's it's. I think it would be like a gentle humor, maybe. Yeah. I think it's it's sort of like. Oh, here we go. You know, it's. I kind of feel like it's putting up a mirror. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just you you read it and and have a good hard look at yourself, Dave. Right, and just ask, where's my fucking tiger? Yeah, so to speak. I don't think Calvin would put it quite like that. He wouldn't put it like that. He's a child. How old is Calvin? I know that word. He's about is he like six. Yeah. Six. He's butter boy. He's oh. butter boy. He's butter boy. He's butter boy. <laughs> That's his alter ego. Oh, butter boy. <laughs> He's so slippery. <laughs> okay, tell me more. <laughs> he can Fry him in a pan. <laughs> oh, I'm liking this. Hmm. Butter boy. <laughs> Butter boy. The main Slide char- him down a slide <laughs> on a hot day. He'll melt. Butter boy. <laughs> the main characters were... F- Butter boy, did separately. The main characters were named after 16th century French theologian... Nailed it. John Calvin. Uh-huh. And 17th century English philosopher Thomas Hobbes. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, so they're named they're after... They're good names. I like Hobbes especially. Yeah, Hobbes is cool. That's very cute. Hobbes. So picking out of all the like, sort of French cool-sounding philosophers, going naming him after John. Well, yeah, I mean he cut that bit out, didn't he? What's your problem with Johns? You love the John. <laughs> it's all you ever do. You always go to the John. I do. We get in here, we set up. We're like, okay, we're we ready to go. And you're like, I just got to go to the John. You love oh. Johns. If you're talking about pissing into their mouths, <laughs> yeah. This is where I remind you that my father. John Perkins listens to this podcast. It's a fine name for a 21st century kind of guy, but the 16th century Frenchies. Frenchies? Mm-mm-mm. There's, you know, there's more to someone than their name. Oof. But if you get to pick anything for your character, could we come yeah, something? He, he didn't choose, choose Calvin. He didn't choose John. He chose Hobbes. Hmm. Fair enough. <laughs> Great to disagree. That's easy. I've made it sound like Watto went through uh, like a lifelong struggle before he found success. But in actual fact, he was just 27 when he started producing Calvin and Hobbes for money. So 27 is a magic number, is it? Uh, I, don't, I don't know if that's what I was saying. I think it is. Necessarily. Dave, this is our year, baby. Coming up. Coming up. I have plans to join the 27 Club, so I've got to get famous and die all within one year. So. Me too. I made that I'm joke. Taking, taking I made that me. joke... Uh, when I was twenty six, forty six years it's some, ago, that's just a little something that you got your kids will go through. Get it's nice watching you guys grow up before my eyes. But it's amazing doing jokes I made years ago, etc. It's, ma- it's amazing <laughs> that you were somehow able to predict the twenty seven club hundreds of years before it even existed. <laughs> You're as, old. As soon as I saw Janice Joplin, I'm like, yeah, she's gonna die. She's <laughs> in. She is gonna she's die. In my club. <laughs> Soon. <laughs> that's it. That's a cool plot for a film. The 27 Club is actually just a serial killer. <gasps> That's a good <gasps> plot for a film. Um, copyright. Nobody write that. It's ours. Stop it. <laughs> Put that pen down, <laughs> young man. <laughs> Stop it. Watching ah. you. We're ah. watching you from inside your ear holes. Yeah, imagine if we could. Can't we? 
I just I just assumed we could and we just hadn't yet. We oh, just don't. We would never <laughs> abuse that power. Yeah. Or would we? I think everyone should know that we would not. <laughs> oh, I get it. I mean, you're winking at me. Shh. Oh, shit. Okay. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. If it's your first ever website or your business is expanding, not in a way that's like, oh, my God, it's expanding, like yeah, yeah. More physically. Like it's growing more customers, yes. more interest, not like it's going to explode. Yeah, not like it's a building that's like blowing up and yeah, it's yeah. like, oh, what's happening? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website and engage with your audience. And I don't think they mean for marriage. You can sell your products on an online store, whether you sell physical or digital products or you offer services like massage or oh. nails. Oh my gosh. Or uh, consulting. Should we, after this, get Manny Petty? <laughs> Babe, I've already booked us in. <laughs> um, Squarespace has the tools you need to start selling online. You know, what about blogging tools, you yeah. might be asking? I like to blog. I love to blog. I like to blog. I like to vlog. Yes. Well, Squarespace has powerful blogging tools to share stories, photos, videos, and updates. You can categorize, you can share, and schedule to make your content work for you. Scheduling is the best. Oh. Yeah. It looks like Jess has just uploaded something, What it? but it's like 3 a.m. in Australia. Yeah. Yeah, but it's the exact time I wanted to do it in New York City, baby. Exactly. Capture that New York market. Yeah. You mentioned vlogging as well. If you're into vlogging, you can organize your video library, showcase your content on beautiful video pages, sell access to your videos with member areas. The possibilities are endless. Now head to squarespace.com slash do go on for a free trial and save 10% on your first purchase of a website or domain. In 1985, uh, selling it to Universal Press Syndicate, he finally, uh, after all these few years in his mid twenties mm-hmm. of struggling, of struggling, uh, gave his work a national audience. The strip debuted on November eighteenth, nineteen eighty-five. Jess, where were you? Where was I in nineteen eighty-five? But a twinkle in my father's eye. He's. Uh, we're going to have to talk to you about some other things as well, biological and. Um, what? You'd, you'd Sperm starts in the eye, doesn't it? Oh, no. Dave, it, tell Dave? her. Tell her. It's the nose, Jess. Oh, you no. come from your dad's nostrils. <laughs> That's what I meant. I was kidding. Oh, you thought I was sick. Oh, this is rich. She's so bad at geography, she gets her <laughs> eyes and her nose confused. Eyes and ears and... Ow! <laughs> so poking myself in the eye. Oh god! <laughs> what? And you would you were poking yourself in the eye when you were saying ears? Eyes you were pointing ears. to the wrong thing. <laughs> I don't 
know who I am anymore. So it debuted on <laughs> November 18th, 1985 in 35 papers. And this is when he's only 27 yes. This is when he's 27. And by 1987, the number had grown to more than 300 newspapers, making wow. the fastest growing comic strip of the 1980s in all of America, maybe the world. Probably America. That's all you- of America. That's including big. Ohio, yes. which is in America. <gasps> Which is where Watto was in. Thank you. And it, and it made him like some sort of a celebrity almost instantly. Late At 27. 20s, living the celebrity oh, life. Would we call 27 the late 20s? Nah, it's probably still mid, I reckon. Probably still mid 20s. Well, it was. If you're 20, if you're sorry. I'm, there's a few things I'm having to explain to you today. Um, when time moves on, so does your age. So by 1987, he'd aged uh, two years okay. and became 29. Uh, that is definitely Which right. I think... I think <laughs> the most... the 20s will go. <laughs> Jess is just looking at the map saying, but which way is up? <laughs> I, don't, I don't like this. I don't like it either. You're going to have to say some smart things soon. <laughs> Good luck. Otherwise, we're all being bad feminists today. Wait, but if it was Dave... Dave can would be you dumb. Mind? That's fine. But I can't be dumb. Exactly. There's a lot of pressure on you don't from the patriarchy. Don't try to change me. If I want to be dumb, I'll be dumb. Exactly. I'm giving you permission to be dumb. <laughs> Thank you. I'm the feminist here. Do go on, man. <laughs> I'm the feminist here. That's the best. I'll be the feminist here. <laughs> Back off, toots. <laughs> I'll take this one. You don't know how to be a feminist. So, yeah, it was a big... This is a book I wrote. Give it a read sometime if you can. <laughs> Get called, your daddy to read it to you. Good mansplaining by David Warnicky. Uh So yeah, it was a big hit. Readers loved it, and uh, it was you know the story kind or, of follows their mischievous adventures. With a comic strip, are they readers or are they viewers? Oh, oh, is that a little comic burn? Are you trying to be intellectual again? Trying. <laughs> Great. Oh, is that what it was? <laughs> um, I think you'll find. <laughs> They're actually looking with their eyes. Well, uh, I've done some research. Ow, my eye. <laughs> Scooby <laughs> Doo can do do, but Jimmy Carter is smarter. It's the other way around, isn't it? Fuck. <laughs> uh, but it, what about um? I lost it. In '86, Watto became the youngest cartoonist ever to receive the National Cartoonist Society's Reuben Award, which is the industry's highest honor. He just gets a sandwich. They give, they give him a Reuben sub. Got pickles, got some coleslaw. Fuck yeah. That sounds real good. Sounds great. That's what an honour. <laughs> the highest sandwich. The highest sandwich in the, the whole land. industry. Yeah. Wow. And how old is he at this time? How old is he at this point? What year is this? This is 86. Uh, this is 86, so we've gone back a year. He's back to 28. Matt's, Matt's trying to only move 20, on and we won't let him. He's only 28. That's really frustrating, isn't it? Yeah, in some ways. Not too late for you to pick up the old cartoony pen. But you are behind. Yeah, you are well behind. No, you. I am. Because you are past. I'm going to find it quite difficult to uh, to win a Reuben by 28. Oh, yeah, because yeah, 28 was a long time ago for you. I can't even remember it. I bet. I was so young and stupid. Mm-hmm. Oh. Much like some people I, I know. Maybe I'll just grow into smarts. Do you reckon? Do you reckon I'll grow into some smarts? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'll be the feminist here. <laughs> so he, he, 
he's sort of he he doesn't give many interviews, right? But he does seem to give quite a few to this uh, publication called The Plain Dealer, which was one of the first publications to run the comic. P L A N E P L A I N P L Y N E P L A Y N The Plain Dealer P L A I N and it's an Ohian uh, publication. Ohation. It's an Ohaitian. It's Ohaitian. Yeah. Public public home. In 1987, what I said he was to uh, the plane dealer, he said that he was shell-shocked by the attention that uh, the celebrity aspect of the job had taken it's him. Disrespectful to our veterans. Uh, taken him, had taken him aback. Which, uh, which, you know, is, wow. It's not the same as shell shock. No. I know, he's sort of downgrading it slightly. Is that taken aback? Is this being taken aback? Yeah, nailed it. Thank That's you. perfect. Thank you. Do it again. Oh, wow, the range. Yeah, yeah. I felt that. I can. Look, I connected with that performance. I like the fuck out of anything. Uh, I thought you get to stand in lines, but you really can like be that. taken aback. Dave, mm. you give it a go. No, see, so you were, no. I went forwards. You went forwards. I got taken a forwards. <laughs> Is that a thing? Is there a role for that? So he's taken aback, um, and I'm I'm going to edit out all that visual stuff we just <laughs> did. Um, he was taken aback, and he said, I, I, I really can't stand it, right? He said he, he really appreciated the fans, but he couldn't understand why they would want to know so much about him and his, his life. Like, he didn't like that I fandom that. side of it. I get that. He's like, just read the fucking drawings. What do you need to know about me? I'm just some guy. Mm, interesting. With the po- comics popularity growing exponentially, Universal Press Syndicate were keen to start selling Calvin and Hobbes merch. Uh, which, as we know, with The Simpsons and many other cartoons, that's where the big dollars are made. But despite Watto's relative youth, he walked to the beat of his own drum. And as such, he refused to allow the licensing of his creations for merchandise. But he did hire a man to follow him playing a drum at a weird beat. And he walked to it. Oh, you better fucking believe he walked to it. Sounds expensive. Yeah. You better start selling some merch if you're going to get that, mate. (laughs) Worth it. Do you Uh, get the feeling that he's making a bit of money, though? Yeah, he's making some money for sure because he's it's becoming very popular. He's definitely making money. He's just not. He just is choosing not to make crazy money. Um, he said that uh, if he did that, it would turn his characters into television hucksters and t-shirt sloganeers and deprive me of characters that actually expressed my own feelings. He doesn't sound like any late twenties person I've ever met. Yeah, it does deprive me of my, my feelings. My feelings, my. Character. But I mean, he's a writer, right? You don't know many, like, writers or... Intellectuals. Intellectual types. Orators. Maybe I do. That's true. We we don't know what Dave does outside of this studio. That's a very good point. You've never seen me outside of this room. Unfortunately, though, his deal with Universal Press was signed when he was uh, an eager unknown. So the contract was very one-sided against him. Uh, If Universal really wanted to, they could license his characters against his will. Uh, But he eventually won out. And I guess he used his popularity as a bargaining chip uh, to renegotiate his contract so that he would receive all rights to his work. Wow, so he sounds like he's a he's a pretty pretty good businessman as well as a, a whatever. Sure, and are these just small comic strips, like f- four or five cells at a time? Yeah, they're they're just the ones you read in the paper, sort of thing. Ah. like a Garfield or, or those sort of guys, or a Fred Bassett. He would, but uh, like Fred a Fred Bassett. So is good. that? Do you think that's is that international? Because it's like famously bad. So bad, and just nothing really happens. 
What's yeah. the other one? What's the Viking? Oh, Hagar. 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 My dad loves Hagar. I don't mind Hagar. There's a couple of Maybe. Hagars cut out and stuck in my parents' fridge. The Wizard of Id. Wizard of Id. Snake Tails. Snake, Snake Tails. What's the flower? So the other flower sort of stuff. Very yeah, good stuff. yeah. And then one good. of them slaps them. They always slap them. They're all about slapstick in that comic, mm. which I, I respect. Yeah. You're a big slapper. <laughs> that was not <laughs> at all. <laughs> Did you hear that? <laughs> yeah, you piece of work. I'm marking down on my feminist list. <laughs> you big slapper. <laughs> I was thinking how... Um... I'm calling the police. <laughs> okay, that's going to sound weird out of context. <laughs> Hello, my friend just called me a big slapper. Hello? <laughs> Are you there? <laughs> Officer? They've died of shock. <laughs> that's what I was going to say. They fainted. Oh, that's good. Do, do you think the way he was like quite protective of his characters reminded me a bit of the Mary Poppins author, do you reckon? P.L. Travers. Yeah, only she wanted to avoid turning him into cartoons, I guess. Slightly yeah, different, but similar. It is impressive when people like sort of control their creation and don't want to, they don't want to sell out, I guess. They're yeah. that, it's like it's real art. Yeah. We wouldn't know what that is. We are very keen to make any money we can from this... Art that we make. Yeah, look. Do you think this is art? Uh, no. Nah, good call. No. Dave? It's, 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 uh, Do you think it this goes, is art? It goes beyond art. Oh, there it is. Mm. It's new art. It, uh, it transcends it art. It transcends. We're mm. floating above art. Mm-hmm. Looking down at art, yeah. spitting. If we were at the Louvre, mm-hmm. or the Louvre, the Louvre, Louvre we We'd wouldn't. We wouldn't. They wouldn't be able to put us on a wall. We'd be, we'd be sort of like wearing, you know, in a hot air balloon above. Outside. The, outside, outside the building. Outside and above. So we're just in a hot air balloon in Paris, is what you're saying? Yeah, probably. That's being, how. That's how. That's that's how much we transcend. Probably be being shot at by the French Air Force. Yeah, because we're Get dangerous. Away from the Louvre. We're dangerous. You know. How many fucks do we give? What's the opposite of sub? What? Opposite of sub. Yeah. Unsub. Unsub. We're unsub artists. Okay. We're one bit above. How many fucks do we give? 15, 20. Really? <laughs> Each. <laughs> and that's, you know. 60 fucks given, bro. Yeah. And that's just what I got in my pockets, so. Okay, yeah, cool. If you, if you give me some time, I'll collect more. Sick. Go collect I'll root around fucks. in the couch. <laughs> So we're the opposite of Watto? Is that this what we're is saying? a weird episode. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, so anyway, despite pressure, he he has maintained that position of no merchandise even till today. Uh, I think I, I admire him for that. You, it sounds like you guys sort of do too. Yeah, absolutely. I reckon I, I would definitely, if in his position, I reckon I probably would have, I would have okayed it and try to control it. Yeah, you know, from there. Yeah, just remember, like on The Simpsons, Matt Groening still gets the final say on merchandise. Yeah, I think he almost always says yes. He's like Krusty in The Simpsons. Yeah, Krusty <laughs> pregnancy tests. <laughs> Is my upper lip always supposed to bleed this much? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> um, but uh, because he said no, it, it hasn't been able to like anything. It hasn't been able to stop unofficial merch happening. And I, did, I found out something in the research that I'd seen at Calvin. Uh, logo a lot and it's this widespread unofficial merch it's a sticker of calvin pissing on a brand logo Mm. like the logo might change depending on what like in australia the two big um, race car brands or car brands 
Ford and Holden. So Ford lovers will have a Calvin pissing on Holden and yep. vice versa. Take that. Yeah, real good stuff. But I, I'd seen that. I'd seen that a lot around. Mm. Had no idea that was Calvin. There you go. If Hobbs was there, maybe I would have had a bloody some sort of an idea. But, sure. Um, just looked like a little boy to you. Just a little boy. Just a little uh, boy taking a slash. He Watto's actually mentioned those stickers, saying, um, "I clearly miscalculated how popular it would be to show Calvin urinating on a Ford logo." He miscalvinated. <laughs> Not good. <laughs> Brutal. Someone had to say it. Yeah. <laughs> Jess just, would have if... Just the way he looked me dead in the eye. If the roles were reversed, Jess definitely would have been the one to say that. Yeah. Uh, in 1995, and you know you've you've really opened us both up to um, any line ball calls from now on is going to be brutally shot down by Jess. So thanks <laughs> a lot, you Shit. fucking idiot. <laughs> Shit. I'm, I'm shaking now. I'm not going to go for any... Like, because normally it's a safe place. You can have a crack at a decalvinating or whatever you said. <laughs> Absolutely not now. And that's fine, but you've you've fucked that for everyone, Dave. This is meant to be a safe place. You proud of yourself? Sorry. In nineteen ninety five, when the strip was at the height of its popularity. More like stripper. <laughs> I thought Jess was gonna shut me down. High fived him. I was going for anything. Running in <laughs> any word I was just gonna change. <laughs> in a, in a lot of ways I'm I'm at a very important part of the story. Okay, we just, so and, are you uh, asking us to shut up? All right, talk about the strippers. You fucking piece of shit. <laughs> right, no, so 1995, when the strip was at its at the height of its popularity, it had been running for more than it had been running in more than 2,400 newspapers. So that's Whoa, that's great. huge! It's a huge amount of newspapers and reaching an audience in the hundreds of millions, which is also quite big. Um, at this point, and they'd been running for ten years. Watterson sent a letter to the thousands of publications that carried his comic strip. The letter read, "Dear editor." I'll be stopping Calvin and Hobbes at the end of this year. This was not a recent or easy decision, and I leave with some sadness. My interests have shifted, however, and I believe I've done what I can do within the constraints of daily deadlines and small panels. I'm eager to work at a more thoughtful pace with fewer artistic compromises. I've not yet decided on future projects, but my relationship with Universal Press Syndicate will continue. That so many newspapers would carry Calvin and Hobbes is an honour I'll love, long be proud of, and I've regularly appreciated your support and indulgence over the last decade. During this comic strip has been a privilege and a pleasure, and I thank you for giving me the opportunity. Sincerely, signed, Bill Watterson. Wow. Wow, about out on top. Yeah, Yeah, like, like right at the peak. Yeah, It wow. was still growing, I think. It was like it was big and super popular. And so they've been going for about 10 years? 10 years for 3,100 instalments. And that's when he retired the comic. The final Calvin and Hobbes ran on December 31st, 1995. Oh, wow. I had no idea. No. Yeah, it's one of those things. It's still, it's still sort of in the zeitgeist That's somewhat. really cute. Yeah, it definitely is. Uh, and people genuinely mourned its passing. They still do, apparently. The Plain Dealer, that paper I was talking about before, um, published an article written in 2010. It's 15 years after the last issue. And the author of the article, John Campbell... Campanelli, he sounds like a big Calvin and Hobbes fan too. I like this one one little mini paragraph in his article. He said, Unlike other popular art of the era, the films of Kevin Costner perhaps, or the music of Brian Adams, sure. Calvin and Hobbes has not been time-stamped and filed away. It has endured, <laughs> even thrived. Cop that, Costner. <laughs> 
Now, he in, in the article, he also quotes Lucy Caswell, who curates a cartoon library and museum at Ohio State University, go Buckeyes, um, where the majority of the original Calvin and Hobbes strips are kept. Nearly all of them are there, the original wow. drawings. She said, uh, still people come up to me and they grieve the loss of Calvin and Hobbes. It's genuine. Uh, but Caswell urges fans of the strip to focus on what Watto gave them, which is what she calls a gift. Not, don't focus on what he took away. Focus on what he gave you. What he gave you. Wow. I mean, it's the same thing as what he, he took away. I appreciate the, the 10 gift. years you had, though. This is what she says, which I, to me, this is, feels crazy that this has to be said. But anyway, this is what she said. I think we have to respect his choices. It seems to me that any creative person has the right to decide if they are or they are not going to make their art. That ultimately has to be their choice. She's not wrong. She's absolutely not wrong. <laughs> oh, you're wasting everyone's time. Of course they don't have to. But she's saying it to people like, honestly, I know it's hard, but if someone doesn't want to do something, you can't make them. No, no, chain him up. Chain make him, up. him write the comic. Threaten so his, weird. Threaten his kids' lives. Make him write it. <laughs> page by page. What up? His fans sound like like the big fans, possibly Trey Maverick. Just real, just dedicated fans who are just I, like it's like their their lives have been ruined when he took it away. So they've sort of like really turned on him a bit. Mm. Anyway, uh, we're sort of almost wrapping it up here. As yeah. so uh, that, but that's twenty two years ago. Yeah, and he's never gone back. No, never gone back. Uh, he never uh, never resurrected Calvin and Hobbes. Um, he has lived mainly out of the spotlight since he retired it. According to Biography.com, he lives in Cleveland, Ohio, uh, with his wife, Melissa. Yes! Uh, where he keeps a low profile and declines most interview requests. He says he has no regrets about ending the strip when he did. No regret. No regret face for Bill. Um, <laughs> it's always, this is what he said. It's always better to leave the party early. Um, this is what he said, again, with an interview with the plane dealer. If I had rolled along with the strip's popularity and repeated myself for another 5, 10 or 20 years, the people now grieving for Calvin and Hobbes would be wishing me dead and cursing newspaper for running tedious ancient strips like mine instead of inquiring fresher, instead of acquiring fresher, livelier talent, and I'd be agreeing with them. What a cool dude. I, yeah. think, I think he's spot on. I, lo- yeah, I love it at the end. Yeah. I love that's really good. So I think what happened, like you quit at the peak and people miss it. Whereas you just ride something to the ground and then yeah. they're, they're like, oh, you've ruined the legacy. Yeah, The Simpsons, it's even, anyone? It's not even like it, it's not even about it being at its absolute peak as well. Like, um, even if it had sort of peaked a little while ago or hadn't quite reached its peak, like if he's done with it yes. and doesn't enjoy doing it anymore, then the quality is going to like diminish anyway. He left it with a real nice one too. I really like it. It's like, it's, it's, their the landscape's covered in snow. And they're talking about it like it's a blank sheet of paper. And they just go, look, the the world's full of opportunities. Let's go explore. And they walk off into the distance. Oh, that's nice. It's a real sweet way to end it. Wow. I just, I wouldn't have, I don't think I'd ever have the balls to walk away and not regret it or think about it all the time. Yeah, like, no, but if oh, it's the right it... time, then you probably wouldn't. I, I'm, I've got the kind of personality where I'm not super decisive. So I think I'd find something like that really difficult. I'm pretty sure I'd take too long. We're going to do this for 100 years, aren't we? I'm keen to do this for 100 years. 
I want to still be doing this when we're, well, when we're in our 50s. So you'd be 83? I'll be in my 50s. 150s. Am I right, ladies? Yeah. <laughs> Am I right, ladies? <laughs> yes. Anyway, so that, wow. that, is the, that is the story. Obviously. But what's, has he done anything since? Like, he said he was going to continue Nothing. with cartoons. He's just sat in a chair no, but like, for comi- 22 years, Dave. <laughs> comic book wise. He's done little idiot. bits and pieces. He took up painting for a while. He was painting with his dad for a bit, doing landscapes and stuff like that. And he, he's, he's come back. He did, um, did some work. Uh, to raise some money for Parkinson's, uh, finding a cure for Parkinson's with the, I think maybe the Michael J. Fox setup there, mm-hmm. Teen Wolf himself. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so he's done bits and pieces, but yeah, basically he's he's real like his bibliography and stuff has really slowed up wow. since the mid to late nineties. That's amazing. But he's he's he just chilling it, and loving his life with his life. And he made enough cash to cruise along. Yeah. I th- I think he's still like his books. Like he he released books um, compiling all the the comics, and they've sold hundreds of thousands. Continue to sell. Like he'd he'd still be making money out of those things. It's still it's all still floating about. Wow. Yeah, I just think he's a mad dog. I love a guy who can just go. Oh, I'm not enjoying this. I'm I'm gonna you know just go do stuff I, I like. I wonder what that is. But he. You can't find out because he doesn't bloody do any interviews apart from the bloody plane. I mean, you probably tried to contact him, right? I did, of course. I always do. Mm-hmm. I've, I've tried to contact all my uh, topics. Burke and Wills. Burke and Wills. They were difficult. Sounds. Dear, dear Burke and Wills, where are you? <laughs> Please reply to my previous email. <laughs> Love, Matt. Where are you? <laughs> where are you? Yeah, I just, yeah. I know I just have a stab at email addresses. Burke and Wills at Burke and Wills. <laughs> Burke underscore wheels they underscore sixty nine. Yeah. I tried. I do try a few different. They don't ones. have their own, yeah. They don't have their own emails. Not Burke at Burke and Wheels and no. Wheels at Burke and, no. Burke and Wheels at Burke and Wheels. They're old school. Yeah. Wheels, did you subscribe to a Viagra thing again? Oh, sorry, Burke. <laughs> this is a shared email. Know your boundaries. <laughs> Dave, uh, I did mean to bring that up. I've um I've gone through our emails recently. Oh no. Well, I'm honestly impressed with this guy. I can see why he would be a personal hero to our personal hero, Trey Maverick. The Trey Maverick Ma- himself. What a name. The man, the myth, the legend, Trey Maverick. And I've just got to give you a look at this guy because I think if you thought if you liked him already, you're going to love this classic photo of him, which is what comes up the most. We'll post this. This will probably be the photo with the uh, the show. Great. <laughs> I was not expecting that at oh, all. Oh, wow. He's a cool dude. He's a cool dude. Look at that mo and those glasses. They are enormous. How old is he? Is that, does that have a date on it? No, that was yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> that's, on up, his, that's on his Instagram. He updates his website meticulously. <laughs> does Bill Watterson have Instagram, Matt? Uh, no, he doesn't. Oh, disappointing. Yeah, he's a recluse, but does post <laughs> regularly on the gram. <laughs> hey, guys, here I am not doing very much. Again. <laughs> Just letting you know, just check it in with a selfie to let you know, no interviews today. Thank you. <laughs> I will not be making any comments. Thank just, you very much. You just post screenshots of the interview requests. But, just never... but the caption is just no. Little gifts of him going, no, no, no. no. <laughs> not today. Will today be the day? No. <laughs> I hope he listens to podcasts about him. No doubt. No doubt. I would. He's got a big Google alert going. <laughs> I'd look, I'd listen to a podcast about myself. People talked about you for over an hour. God, they'd have a lot to say, wouldn't they? Oh, yeah. Jeez. Her brother is seven years older. <laughs> Thank you and goodbye. 
That's the number one fun fact about Jess. <laughs> he is seven years older. Here's a little fun fact. Uh, I've probably mentioned it. His name's Michael. A very uncommon name. I know. Is he named after a 16th century French philosopher? He is. Our parents are artists. Michelangelo? Correct. Now, we've got to thank the man, the magic, the myth, the legend, Mm -hmm. Trey Maverick, of Mm -hmm. course, for suggesting this topic, being one of our golden hat patrons. But we also would like to thank... Not until... I'm not going to thank him until I see that certificate. On my desk. Where were you born? Hawaii? I fucking doubt it. Wow. Sorry, the golden hat birther movement. I just choose to believe, personally. You do? Yep. Do you believe in love after love? You know where I think Trey actually is from? Austin, Texas. Ah. I think. We'll have to go there on the American tour. Why would you guess? Why would you say that if you think? That could be a huge insult to Trey if you're wrong. How Austin's not insulting to anyone. You don't know that. I'm pretty sure Willie Nelson's from Austin, so grow up, Jess. Good point. What I'm trying to lead us to is we need to thank some uh, patrons as well. People that uh, donate to patreon.com slash do go on pod. We'd like to give you a, a shout out. Now, Matt, who would you like to thank? I'd love, if I could, I'd love to. Um, and you can. Oh, thank goodness. From the bottom of my heart, I'd love to thank Daniel Ciparelli. Daniel. Dan the man. Dan the man. Dan the man Ciparelli. Have a sip on us. You know what I'm doing tonight, Daniel Cipper Ciparelli? Please don't tell us. Yeah, oh. nobody wants to. Now, what are you doing tonight? I'm, I was going to go home, have a beer, and have a little Ciparelli uh, in honour of, of, of my fave. You were going to have a beer anyway, I reckon. No. Nah. Yeah. Nuh-uh. Ciparelli's just your <laughs> excuse. Uh, no. Oh, right. Okay. Is it? Yeah. What? What, is this an inquisition? How dare you? <laughs> inquisition? Is that what it is? Well, put it in whatever terms you like. But it's not on. This is a safe place. We can have a Ciparelli if we want to have a Ciparelli. All right, mate. I think you've had a few too many Ciparellis. Yeah, it's not that you've had a few Ciparellis. Ciparelli. Mm. I just love that name. Are you Ciparelli. having pre-show Ciparellis again? No. You've got to stop with the pre-show Ciparellis. I think it'd it be also... great if we're saying it wrong <laughs> this entire time. I'm confident there's a, a chance. I'm confident <laughs> there's a chance. <laughs> I think Cipper's from California as well, so he he won't mind me saying that he is hella cool. <laughs> Right, because Hella is okay in California. I think. Um, yeah, I didn't... Yeah. Sure. Okay. Thank you, Daniel Ciparelli. I would also like to thank... If I may, gentlemen, if I may, please. I'd love you too. Thank you so much. Um, I would really like to thank a man who I assume is related to my friend Sophie that I went to school <laughs> with <laughs> because they share the same surname. Oh, okay. Right, okay. That that does. Does. <laughs> That's a wild stab. That gets you a lot closer. Yeah, yeah. and there can't be that many of them. Um, so I would like to thank Big Matt. Big ball bag. <laughs> <laughs> Sophie, big ball bag. <laughs> I mean, the odds. Lovely girl. <laughs> we'll always have grade four. No, I would like to thank Matt Flanagan. Oh, Flanagan. Oh, that very uncommon name. <laughs> I would call him Flano uh, uh, if we were mates. I'd call him 48. 48. And it sounds like a random number. Uh huh. That's sort of the sing- first thing that came to mind. Right. Where would that Which nickname come from? Which probably makes it a bit random. Yeah. Came from the depths of my heart. I assume that was like some sort of St Kilda Football Club reference. Probably not. Like Matt Matt Flanagan. Funny, Matt Flanagan. Um, 48. 48 because he's really great. Nailed it. I great. think that's why I And I agree. 48. I think Matt Flanagan is fantastic. He's flantastic. 
fuck. Oh, um, now I'm gonna get. Oh, what I'm gonna do tonight mm-hmm. is I'm gonna have a little cipperelli on a beer, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna eat a little fruit flanagan. Great. <laughs> you know what you should have after that. What's that? You should have yourself a shepherd's pie, brought to you by one golden patron himself, Zach Shepherd. Zach. That's who I'd like to thank. Return Zach of Shepherd. the Zach. You heard those sheep. That's what shepherds do, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> See? Smart. You're smart. I didn't realise. Yeah, I'm pretty smart. What's going on upstairs? I like that there's two golden hat people on one episode. Trey Maverick, Zach Shepard. You guys should get together. You could hang out. Oh, that'd friends. be nice. That'd be yeah, cool. Yeah, that'd be lovely. Take a dip in the golden hat. I'd love if um if everybody could just hang out. and I'd love it if people met through our podcast. I'd love a friendship to I'd form. I'd love a first. marriage. <gasps> oh, my God. That would be the best. <laughs> Let me finish the and, sentence. Oh, no. To you. Oh. Wait. You and I are getting married or a listener is a listener. marrying me? Oh. That's right. One. Wait. Hang on. If you don't know. I, any... No. Wait. I meet a man. We start to chat. He goes, oh, you have a podcast. He listens to my podcast. We happen to get married later. Does that count? It's pretty good. Yes. Take that. Take that. <laughs> Take that with your happy marriage and your future and your security. Yeah, dog. Hey, Zach uh, Shepherds from Queensland. Go Maroons, am I right? Oh. I know all the teams. Zach, I'm Queenslander! So <laughs> Zach, I'm so sorry that you're from Queensland. Oh, no. Nah, I love it so much. Going to be up there soon. Oh, yeah. Maddie's going on a road show up there. Yes. Be soon. Very soon. Maybe near Zach Shepherd himself. Yeah, I don't know. I'd have to look up his address. Do I do I have access to that? That'd be weird, wouldn't it? Yeah, probably. Probably won't do that. Don't yeah. turn up at his house. Okay. That would be weird, that'd be, wouldn't it? That'd be too far. Hello. <laughs> Where am I staying? Yeah. Nah, you're right. That would be too much. Wouldn't it? Would it? Matt, wouldn't you, it? D- Matt, don't do it, please. You know what I'm like when I've got an idea no, in my head. No, but I really, I really must urge you to ditch this idea or you'll end up in a ditch. Okay, great. Yeah. Hey, we can't we can't trust a golden hat patron. Who can you trust? You're not wrong. That's what I'm saying. You're not wrong at all. Hmm. Now we will be back next week with another episode. It is myself reporting, and uh, I don't know if we said this on a, on an episode, but we've changed the rules up here. Matt did the golden hat this week because uh, your topics for the last, last four or five months, Matt, people have been able to vote through Patreon. It's been so much fun. But uh, you've um, handed the reins handed, over to me. Handed on the on the baton rein, and so for the next few months, you'll be able to vote for my topics, which Anyone? must feel good, right? For you to now vote on what Dave's going to do, that must feel like real power. Oh well, people have vote have started voting on uh, my topic for next week, and by the time this comes out, the vote will have closed. I'm about to close it. It's, it's so so close. There's only a few votes in it of all all three options. I did not have a single vote that was close. Every time, one one with over half the votes. Oh, I'm talking m- minuscule percentage. Bees dick, half. Well, half like a bees dick. Down to like two, three figures. I told you, I'm a six figure plus man. Anything under six figures is small for him. It's pocket change. Okay. Dave, can I borrow ten thousand dollars? Sure. Thank you. I don't even need it back. Sick. Matt, now strike, strike. Dave, can I have a million dollars? Sure, no questions asked. Hang on. I don't even need it back. <laughs> Dave. You blew your chance, Jess. I'm sorry. You're only getting 10 grand. No, nah, I'd still take what it. What a loser. I'd be happy with that. And then I'd borrow money from you too. 
Matt? Yes. Can I have $200,000? What do you need it for? Living. Okay. Thanks, Maddie. If you're going to die without it, then of course you can have the money. Thank you. Well, if you want to vote for my topics or supply Jess's uh, large demands for cash, (laughs) hit us up on patreon.com slash do go on pod. My bank details are BSB. Uh, I don't know what they are. You could also hit us up on social media, of course. All the links are in the description. But if you want me to say it out loud, it is at do go on pod (laughs) on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We always love to hear from you guys. Topic suggestions are always very welcome. The hat is getting huge. But hey, the more the merrier. Yeah. At this point, it's a 10-gallon hat. Oh, oh. Big old hat. My neck is getting sore. <laughs> you could take it off. Hey, Dave, tell them to review. Oh, yeah. We don't often say this, but uh, it does help us uh, get out there if you review and rate <laughs> the show. We will just dance for you. <laughs> to come and make him do something. Hey, Dave. iTunes, just review us. That's what I'm trying to say. Dave, tell them to also go to my comedy page and Instagram. Uh, something you should never do is go on Jess Perkins at Jess Perkins. Fuck, well done. <laughs> Jess underscore Perkins. Avoid that forever. Tell them to avoid mine as well. Uh, do not avoid Matt's. <laughs> now I'm trying... Fuck, this reverse psychology is really working <laughs> on me. <laughs> yeah, we all have do do have individual accounts. Our uh, Twitter has outgrown us all now. So I know. That was a, that was a tough day. There's more yeah, people... Yeah, our kids. <laughs> doing better than us. There's more yeah. people follow. So you can always, if you're following us on uh, our Twitter account, follow individual accounts. But anyway, we'll be back next week with another episode. The very close vote will be revealed. But until then, I believe I will say goodbye. Later. Bye. podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's up to you.